I'm your pal Sully, and I approve this message. You are locked on MLB. Your daily MLB podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello, baseball fans, and welcome to Locked On MLB, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. This is the daily podcast. We talk about all of Major League Baseball. I am your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. I am a podcaster of baseball, and I've been that way for over a decade now. And we're on the verge of starting my sixth season here at the Locked On Podcast Network. Follow us at Locked On MLB Pods on Twitter or whatever the hell it's called now, and on Instagram. I'm your pal Sully. I'm at Sully Baseball on Twitter, Sully Baseball Podcast on Instagram. Please, please subscribe to us on YouTube. If you listen to us every day, put the hashtag Everyday Sully so I know who our everyday listeners are. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. New customers join today and you'll get $150 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. And before we get started on today's, uh, what is, uh, again, a live stream that we're doing today, already see there's some people in the show, um, and we'll, we'll get into it in just, a, we'll get into it in just a second. But first and foremost, let's answer the trivia question. Trivia question was about World Series walk-off homers. Walk-off home runs in that one World Series games. There have been a couple of times, like with Carlton Fisk, that someone hit a walk-off home run for the team that would go on to lose that World Series. Uh, Carlton Fisk hit the walk-off homer to win the Game 6 of the 75 World Series, but the Red Sox went on to lose that series altogether. Only one person hit a walk-off home run for the team that would go on to lose the World Series that is not currently in the Hall of Fame. It's only happened once. And we got a bunch of people. You understand? They hit a walk-off home run in the World Series. Their team went on to lose the whole series. The only one to ever do that that's not currently in the Baseball Hall of Fame. And to answer one person's question, um, I believe it was my uh, – um, I think it was it's my buddy not from Washington who was asking me, does it have to be someone who's retired or is currently playing? Uh, the player is retired. Uh, my mom very confidently guessed Barry Bonds. Nope. Uh, Tyler Jordan confidently answered Edgar Renteria. Nope. But Scott Horsmeyer got it correct. The answer was Mark McGuire. Mark McGuire hit a walk-off home run in the same series that Kirk Gibson hit the, his walk-off home run in the 1988 World Series. It's the first World Series to have two games that both teams had a walk-off homer. All the other times that a walk-off home run was hit for the team that went on to lose said World Series, that person went on to the Hall of Fame. Mickey Mantle did it with the 64 Yankees. I mentioned Carlton Fisk did it with the 75 Red Sox. Uh, later, Derek Jeter did it with the 2001 Yankees. But Mark McGuire did it for the A's. Now, does Mark McGuire belong in the Hall of Fame? Yes. Yes, he does, but he's not, which brings us to today's show. 
You may have noticed it in the tease, those of you who are watching it or listening to it. Rob Manfred said that he is going to step down as commissioner. I have thoughts about that, but I'm not even going to go into that. That means there will be an opening for the commissioner of baseball's job in the very near future. It used to be a point I'd look up at people who are commissioner of baseball or even baseball players or managers and say, wow, they're of a different jersey. They're older than me. I'm going to be 52. I am the perfect age to be the commissioner of baseball. I also believe I have the resume to be the commissioner of baseball, a knowledge of baseball, a love for baseball, and a desire to have the baseball leagues and community go in the right direction. And if you look at the past, who has become the president or the uh, commissioner of baseball, you've seen there's been all different types of people. You've had lawyers, you've been in university presidents, you've had people involved in the government, you've had judges, you've had businessmen, all these, the, the president of Yale, a used car salesman in Milwaukee, a lot of, there's no one surefire way to the baseball commissionership. And I figured, what better day than today, President's Day? I happen to be home on a pouring rainy day here in Pasadena as I'm in the Lockdown MLB studios in Pasadena, California, overlooking the historic Rose Bowl. As we're going to go through a year, which let's be honest, no matter where you lean politically, this year's going to stink. You're going to hear all sorts of things about the election. And I don't want to talk about it. You don't, we, none of us want to deal with this. But I'm your candidate. Not for president. I do not want that job. But I want to be the next commissioner of baseball. That's right. Vote for Sully. Baseball commissioner for a change. Paid for by Sully for commissioner. Why not me? Seriously. I've got the chops. And I have the best interests in baseball in mind. Keep in mind, that is supposedly the main job of the commissioner of baseball, is to keep the best interests in the game alive. And I've written out my 11 points that I have here that I seriously want to do when, not if, let's knock off this if nonsense, when I become your next baseball commissioner. I'm going to go through some of these, and I have a little blast from the past to end the show when we finish doing this. And mind you, these aren't pie-in-the-sky things I'm saying. These are things that I think they should do that not only will make the game more enjoyable for fans, but will also grow the audience and money. I'm not some crazy, let's do it all for free and have them all walking out through the cornfield. No, even though that cornfield thing did make a lot of money. <clears throat> let's go over some of the things that I would do as commissioner, obviously the first and foremost, which I believe will happen under Manfred, but if it doesn't, we got to do something about it, is realignment. The A's are going to find a new home. I wouldn't expand back into Oakland. That's a whole different show. If the A's leave, I think the Bay Area will become a one-sport team for all leagues. But we have to solve the A's situation. We have to solve the Rays situation. And building a stadium right next to Tropicana Field is in the top one worst ideas I've ever heard in my life. Build it downtown Tampa or maybe build it in Orlando. I do believe Major League Baseball can thrive in Central Florida. They've just never had a chance to. Then you'd expand by two teams, whether it's 
I, one has to be Nashville. Nashville is the single biggest no-brainer in the history of baseball to put a team there. Whether the other one is Montreal, Portland, Charlotte, San Antonio, New Orleans, Austin. Austin, why not Austin? Be, you know, be the first one into there. Albuquerque, I don't know. I'll listen to all things to go along with Nashville. I would never put Las Vegas up there, but it looks like they're going to get a team unless the A's come to their senses and go up to Portland. But once that happens, with no universal DH, and I've been fervently anti-universal DH, but if that was the thing that prevented a strike in 2021, you what? Bite that proverbial bullet and give it a shot. Was it 2021 or 2022? Sorry. And it prevented a strike, the universal DH, fine. I hate it. But it's there, and we can't do anything about it. So with that, there's no difference between the American League and National League. So realign. Four divisions. I've been saying this for a long time. Four divisions regionally, and you come up with a way to make the playoffs work. With the realignment, you can do radical new changes to the schedule. All right? End the season on Labor Day. I've been saying this for over a decade. That's when psychologically summer's over. By September, football is gaining momentum, but there's always interest in the baseball playoffs. So why fight it? Why not have the pennant races through August when people can actually go to the games and whatnot? And then come September, <clears throat> if your team's out of it, chances are you've turned your attention to football anyway. And you have baseball being played in weather that seems more like a baseball game. And you begin the wild card series the day after the regular season, and since all three games are in the same place, there's no travel days. You don't have a team sitting out a week. These are some of the things we have in there. Yes, it would be a pain in the butt, but do you know what that'll do? It forces you to try to win your division, be one of those top two teams, or win the series in two games. Those are some of the easy things I would do. I've mentioned my desire to have the waiver wires be able to block trades on a waiver wire deal to have that all year long you can block trades all year long except for two 12-hour periods where waiver wire rules are lifted and you'll have a 12-hour window of a complete feeding frenzy of trades it would be fantastic it'd be like playing fantasy baseball with real players and obviously there's a couple of things like i i think that each team should get four pitchers per nine innings you know let's let's not have a parade of pitchers i mean four pitchers per nine inning if your starter gets bombed have a long reliever come out but let's not you want to pick up the pace of play let's cut back on all the pitching changes and everything and the other is no more ghost runner on second after the 12th inning it's a tie the one compromise i'll make on that is if you don't want to deal with a tie then i'm fine with ghost runner on second starting on the 13th inning if you want to say, all right, we got to wrap this up, put a ghost runner on, fine. But give us a little bit of extra inning baseball that is going to be absolute baseball. All right, those are some basic things that I would do as commissioner. But it's a few other things that are larger, larger in scope, larger in scope in growing the game. And we're going to talk about that after we do this to let you know, I'm also thinking about making some money for this league. We're going to hear a little bit from our friends at eBay Motors. And let me tell you something. 
Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is what also keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performances from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Motors Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusion supply. eBay guaranteed fit only. Available to U.S. customers. Also, a quick reminder that Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. And now it's available on Amazon Fire TV in the free Fire TV channels app. Locked On Sports Day is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows like this one, covering every league. Find Locked On Sports Today now available on the free Fire TV's channel app. There's, I talked a little bit about maybe some rule changes and how I think we should adjust the schedule and, you know, and other things like that as I'm commissioner of baseball. But let's go into a couple more things about trying to expand the game. I talked, been talking literally for years about how blackout rules are insane. Blackout rules are based upon a period of time when we, treated success as what teams did at the gate and scared of what television hath wrought. We now most people know that most people watch either on TV or more likely on their devices. And so we don't necessarily care about whether or not the game is blacked out or even if the, the place is full, because that's not where they're getting most of the money from. You get most of your money from your media markets, not from the turnstiles. Now it's better visually to see a packed stadium and it's a lot of fun to go to, to the ballpark. But the idea of blacking out a game is absolutely nonsense if based on attendance or if based on, well, we've signed a deal with a TV company. Most people aren't watching TV. Most young people don't watch TV. Get that through your head. They watch their devices. They do other things. They don't sit and watch the television. So don't black it out from where the eyeballs are. I'll talk more about that later. I've also talked about the fact that you can't have the game's on all these different platforms, whether it's Amazon and everything, you, I mean, you can do that if you're trying to get new viewers. But for the diehard viewers and the diehard listeners, you create the Ultra MLB TV package. It might cost a little more. Sure, we're not communists. You may make a little bit more and throw some of that money a little bit to Disney Plus or to Amazon or whoever you're the deals with. But if you pay for the Ultra MLB TV package, you get every game at one place. You're home. Let's put on the game. Click. It's on. You don't go, I think this one's on Amazon. I think this one's on Fox. It's all there. You pay. I'll pay a little bit more for that. I'll pay a little bit more so I get a call from my mom saying, where's the Giants game? I can't find it. It's on the place. You click it. It's there. All home games. All playoff games. In the same place. The ultra, ultra could be all the playoff games 
in the same place. So we're not running out. Wait, is this Fox Sports or TBS or ESPN? I can't figure it out. All in one place. Make it easy for people to watch it because there's a lot of entertainment options that you can change just by moving your thumb slightly. Also, encourage TikTokers, YouTubers, whatever, to make lots of original content. Don't shut them down. Well, there's a copyright restriction. Go to hell. Don't shut them down. They're doing heavy lifting for you. They're doing your job for you. If someone's out there, the NBA figured this out. Let them put the stuff on there. Let them build the buzz. Let them be the grassroots. They're you getting that mainly free of charge for people who are, chances are, the eyeballs you want to see. And the next generation of, of big baseball fans, don't shut any of them down. But also... I've made this point before. Hire people from Marvel. Marvel has taken some of the most obscure comic book characters. People who, who you would, couldn't get an Iron Man movie made or Black Panther or Captain Marvel or any of them. Or Captain America or Thor. You could get any of them made into a movie. Guardians of the Galaxy. Are you kidding me? Because they were too obscure. No one wants to see those movies. That's why Marvel had the rights of them. No one would buy them. They might make a Superman movie or a Batman movie or a Spider-Man because everyone's heard of them. But they turned a niche interest of some of these comic book characters into national phenomenons. Because they focused on the diehard fans of those and made it so exciting that they got so excited, those fans got so excited, that everyone else wanted to join in on that communal experience. There's a period of time where if you said, we're making a big budget film on the Lord of the Rings or The Hobbit or Captain America or Iron Man, you would have been laughed at. Who wants to see that? Who wants to see that? People wanted to see it because they wanted to have that sense of community. And when they saw the fans, like, this is great, this is great, and they're getting dressed up and wanting to get, get into it, other people wanted to join in. Baseball needs to do that big time. Find out how to get fan bases that aren't the Red Sox or Yankees, the other fan bases. How do you get people into that so you want to have that communal experience? And it isn't always about winning a World Series. Sometimes you, there are other aspects to the game that draws fans to the ballpark. You need to find that. And if Commissioner of Baseball, I'm going to raid all of the Marvel Studios brain trusts to say, how do we do this with baseball? Because this is a hell of a lot less obscure than Black Panther and Iron Man and Guardians of the Galaxy were. Which brings us to my final group of people I would hire from. And this is why I am qualified. I had mentioned in the past that I've got an Emmy nomination. Some people thought that was me bragging. Eh, what are you going to do? I was a segment producer on television. And part of my job was to draw out interesting stories from potential guests in interviews. I hate to break the news to you. All those interviews are planned out. And we know what all the questions and the answers are in advance. And you try to find interesting things to make our guests on the show more accessible. And people say, oh, I like them. They're nice. Oh, I'd root for them. 
We need to do that in baseball. Think about the Olympics. Why do you get hooked on the Olympics? You get drawn into the storylines. Why do you get hooked in a, in a sports movie? Are you a big boxing fan if you like Rocky? Are you a big football fan if you like Friday Night Lights? No, you learn the stories. So the more baseball can find the interesting stories of the players and make them accessible and make people root for them, not just the uniforms, not just the stats, but wanting to see them win. The way we rooted for Jim Abbott when we there's a dude without a hand who's throwing a no-hitter. Not everything's going to be as extreme as Jim Abbott, but find those stories so people can relate to them. Now, when we come back, I want to show you, I talked about being the commissioner nine years ago, and we're going to see how much of what I've talked about then is still valid. Hey, it's time to talk to our friends over at FanDuel. FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook right now. New customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. Bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, same game parlays, exclusive props, and more. Just visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and shoot your shot. FanDuel is the official sportsbook partner of the NBA. And a reminder that Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. And it's available now on Fire TV, Amazon Fire TV, and the free Fire TV channels app. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts on Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Find Locked On Sports Today now available on the free Fire TV channel app. I'm going to play a clip for you. When I did my 1,000th episode of the old Sully Baseball Daily podcast, we did it as a live showing at a local cable access theater. We actually had a live audience. I'd like to do another show in front of a live audience. Let me know if you'd be interested in that. But along the way, I announced my candidacy for the uh, commissioner of baseball. This is when Rob, Rob Manfred was started. Let's see how many things back in 2015 that I talked about would still be relevant today. Something different for the 1000th podcast. Clearly I'm doing it on video, but there's more to that. I didn't want to just do a podcast. I didn't want to just do a show here in the studio. I want to do something and make an announcement. I want to throw my hat in the ring. I want to throw down a gauntlet. So this is what I'm going to do here on this date. I am formally announcing my candidacy <laughs> to be the new commissioner of baseball. Yeah, absolutely. I know we have a new commissioner, Rob Manfred. He's brand new. I'm laying down the groundwork. I'm not expecting to get it tomorrow. I'm not expecting to get a call. But, you know, Manfred's not going to do it forever. He is, so far, he is an improvement. He is an improvement as a commissioner. His name is not Bud Selig. Right there. Are you Bud Selig? No. Okay, then we're doing better. That's the first test. And for Sully, what are you going to do in terms if you are commissioner? What's going to be different about your commissionership than all the other ones we've had? Well, I have some things that, I would, that I'm definitely going to do as commissioner of baseball. And by the way, it's, it's only a matter of. <laughs> okay, first and foremost, 
Commissioner Paul Francis Sullivan, who you may call Sully, will set down a decree. No camouflage uniforms. You know what I'm talking about? When they come out and they're dressed like they're wearing a shirt that's camouflage and a hat that's camouflage, that's for our military. You know, they, 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 no. Give to the Wounded Warrior Project, put an American flag on, hat on your head, dress as an eagle, I don't care. Have a veteran throw out the first pitch or do those little things where the, the kid doesn't know it's his, really his dad who's going to catch the pitch and he takes it off. If you don't cry when you see those every time, then I don't even want you watching this. Turn it off. I don't like you if you don't cry at those. I cry, I'm crying. I'm starting to cry now. But the, the, the camouflage is ridiculous because, first of all, they just wear tops. They, their, their pants are white. That's terrible camouflage. <laughs> oh, speaking of that, we are going to shift the entire season. The season is going to start a month early, and it's going to end on Labor Day. Do you know what the hardest thing to do for your pal Sully, other than calm down, <laughs> is to start baseball conversations with anyone in September? Everyone's like, oh, is baseball still on? Oh, I'm thinking about football. It's the best month of the season, and they throw it away. To me, when people say, oh, I stopped watching in September, it's like saying, oh, I was watching Star Wars, but when they started attacking the Death Star, I turned it off. It was like, a, <laughs> I got the gist. I got where it was going. It's the best part. It's the best part. You know, do you know what the great thing is of the great sport event that everyone watches in August? Do you know what it is? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> That whole month is wide open. Have that be the pennant race, the big pennant chase there. You have the wild card game is played on Labor Day, a holiday, eyeballs watching. And if your team is still in it, great, you're super into it. And if it's not, you're watching football anyway. This way we have the World Series ending around the first week of October instead of now during the Iditarod. <laughs> Baseball's still on, it's Christmas. That's a bit for me, and I'm doing a podcast on Christmas. I do. <laughs> also, we're going to start the season with the All-Star Game. You start the season. You start it with, oh, look at it, they approve. You start it with a spectacular. Do you remember how the season began this year? Me neither. <laughs> a few years ago, it started in Australia in the middle of the night. What kind of market is that? It's like, shh. The season's starting. Don't wake up. Don't tell anyone. When they wake up, it's like, it's not Santa. We woke up and, oh, a regular season game was played while we slept. <laughs> Started with the All-Star game. And that way you also are voting for the All-Star team based upon a full year's worth of statistics. Last year, Corey Kluber won the American League Cy Young Award as the best pitcher in the American League. He was not on the All-Star team. There were, how many, 600 All-Stars last year after all the injury replacements, and the eventual Cy Young Award winner was not among them. That's weird, because you only reward people for the first half, and sometimes not even the first half. People are voting in May. It's like, hey, they had a good three weeks. They should be an All-Star. <laughs> well, this is how old school I am. I, that's, that's me. That's not me you know, punching my hand. That's a ballot, and they, they don't even do it that way. I'm old. But Corey Kluber is a Cy Young Award winner. 
and I am tied for him in all-star game appearances. <laughs> and in case you're wondering, it's zero. I never made the all-star team. I should not be tied with him for anything. And so we have the all-star game start the season. Boom! We have a great opening. Stars! All-stars! And all of them out, and, and it's a great tournament and everything like that, and it's fabulous. That's how you start it. That's how you start it. Now, there's a couple other little things. When you start putting the Ks up for strikeouts, you know when they get a strikeout, they hold a K, they, hold a K, they put another K up? Don't start till four. <laughs> when it's stuck at three for a while, there's some tension in the, in the, in the stadium. When they're looking up, saying, what is that? It's a, it's a strikeout. It's like, please, someone else strike out. Please, somebody else strike out. It's sensitive times now. And that was a score in, from the 19th century. You know, just wait till the fourth one. That's a, a tip from Commissioner Sully. Now, baseball has a problem. It's doing well. It's skewing old. You don't believe me? Watch the MLB network. Their prime advertisers and sponsors are Cialis, <laughs> Flomax, and Acrematorium. They've got to go where the young eyeballs are. Now, we have discovered that young eyeballs are mainly watching local games and watching them on these, on their devices. Hey, uh, Nance, could you put up the, uh, the Venn diagram, please? Can you put up the slide of the Venn diagram? Now, look at this Venn diagram. Most people are watching local games. Most people are watching games on their devices or would watch shows on their devices, watch TV. That middle part are people watching local games on their devices. Guess what? That's the group that's blacked out. That's the group that baseball actively says, back to me, that actively says, don't watch it on your device. No, 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 you have to watch it on TV because that's the way we did in the old days. That's like going to Comic-Con and saying, all right, we're going to show Batman versus Superman, but anyone dressed as Batman or Superman is not allowed in. <laughs> this is not for you. No more blackouts. And also, most importantly, Little Leagues must get their uniforms free from Major League Baseball. <laughs> yeah, you want to get young kids Get them hooked early, wearing their uniforms, wearing this. Get them hooked so they can't live without it. Yes, yes, that's what a drug dealer would say. <laughs> but drug dealers have a very good business model. <laughs> Get them hooked, and they're fans forever. So that's what you do. That's a little bit of my administration as the commissioner of baseball. <laughs> Well, there you go. There you go and there you go. Back then, hold on, I'm I, trying to move back to my old video clip here. That was a little bit of what my commissionership looked like back in 2015. My hair was a lot darker then, but my stance was eerily similar. That was from the 1000th episode. Um, all right, so by the way, let's uh, the next trivia question, put it down here in YouTube, which is, who are the only father and son combination to hit 50 home runs in a season in the major leagues there's a couple of father and sons who have had big big power numbers who are the only ones both dad and the kiddo hit 50 home runs in a season so vote for me for commissioner 
get the campaign, get people know, do hashtag Commissioner Sully. Let's get this thing moving. Thanks for all of you watching, and thanks for showing, watching the little throwback to 2015. I'm standing by. My name's Sully, and I approve this message. This has been Locked On MLB for the 19th day, President's Day. I don't want to be a president. I want to be a commissioner, and you can call me Sully.